Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Suffolk Business Podcast. Today we are joined by the Gin Lord, the Gin Lord Rory Frears. Thanks so much for, for coming on mate. Thanks um, for having me. And thanks as also as well uh, for those of you who are listening, you might not see what is on our table but <laughs> he has brought some amazing gin for us today which um, I'm thrilled about. Do- you, oh, no, this is water in front some. of me. It <laughs> is, what's the top time? Up, top up? It's five to ten in the morning, so this is just water. So, so I want to establish Jake, that. Jake needs to wait another half an hour before, <laughs> he starts, before he starts getting right on it. But yeah, I'm really excited. Well, I, I held that up like gin. It's not actually it's tonic water. This is the gin. Yeah, Jack's yeah. got the gin. Yeah, no, right so here. I'll have both because I've got the main <laughs> Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so instead of obviously chatting about gin between ourselves we yep. have an expert here with us today um who can actually differentiate tonic water from gin i imagine um so That's the start yeah so yeah give us a bit of a brief um well again i always say brief i don't mean brief like we have got a podcast where we can chat about things for a long period of time that is the nature of it so um tell us a bit about your origin story why gin so it's something I've always drunk. Well, it's not always. <laughs> from birth. Even when you were little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a little bit before legal drinking age. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's always some gin and tonic was always my drink. Really? Um, and I guess you get the um, people taking the mick a little bit. But um, it just was always something that I liked. Yeah. So um, even, you know, I've, I've, I've always had in mind that I've even from a young age that I wanted to have my own business. So yeah. I could quite quickly identify that gym was going to become popular. There was a kind of a point um, in sort of 2012. Yeah, that's a big gym I boom. started to think actually. So I wanted to make my own gin, but I knew nothing about how yeah. to make it. So yeah. I thought, well, let's start drinking and find out what it's about that's the best way of finding out isn't it so and as that as i was doing that i so i sort of posted pictures on my instagram page yeah tagged the companies yeah and then i'd find that the companies would engage with me and i thought okay that's interesting so i set up the separate page in about 2014 which was the gin lord and just to make it look a bit like i knew what i was doing a bit more um and just found and it wasn't long before i just found companies were then going oh can we send you this can you oh, really? it? see what you think yeah. and that and get my opinion um and it just kind of went off from there really um i was one of the there was only a few of us doing the kind of gin or ginstagram instagram thing um now use those thousands of people so it's quite crowded yeah, now quite but saturated kind of but you that's, yeah, that's the same with any industry isn't it but yeah, yeah you, you um you stamp your mark on there first yeah cool. it's sort of a group of us um and actually the beauty of what over the years you get to meet the faces behind the yep. uh logo or yeah the twitter handle or yep. something and actually you know they're, they're really good friends now and it's it's um it's it's such a nice community and everyone's really open and sharing so actually, you know with the companies i started going to the you know doing distillery visits and speaking to the makers speaking to the people that are making the gin the brand owners the business owners and they're all just been so helpful and you I just kind of get we're getting little nuggets of knowledge from all around yeah. the country um we found ourselves in australia nearly three years ago and speaking to those guys is just on another level um and yeah so that end game of making a gin i kind of then fell into this brand of the gin law because i wanted to build the brand first so i kind of just didn't release a gin and the people are like who the hell's this guy um but that's be- kind of become 
uh, the business, if that yeah. makes sense, yeah. as yeah. opposed to the product, which um, is almost like an upsell from people is. knowing about you. It is, yeah. yeah. And actually, as it's become really saturated and stuff, and I could have quite easily got a gin out there about three or four years ago, but I wanted it A to be right. And I kind of, when I started the journey of making my own business, I wanted to kind of call values just in that was always transparency and honesty. Mm. Um, so I don't buy followers, I don't do all that mm. kind of stuff mm. that you do see a lot on Instagram. You, Too much. You, it's yeah. just crazy. Um, and also the honesty and transparency bit was to m make the gin. So the idea is that um, I've kind of done a soft launch on the Fairs Distillery stuff last year and I'm making a few gins for some local businesses. Um, but what I want to do and what the website's built and things is that the bottle that you have, you'll put the batch number in and it will tell you exactly the recipe. So it tells you cool. exactly That's what's cool. in there. There's Unique. no, yeah. there's a few gins that tell you percentage-wise mm. what's in. I just kind of think if someone's going to copy me, then I'll take that as as a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to differentiate myself from the, a very crowded marketplace. And it isn't just gin; it will be all kind of different spirits and things. Yeah. So, um, but I want to keep I, I want to keep it small, and I want to keep it honest and transparent. That was kind of the things that I came up with when I started went out for the gin lord brand really cool the um one question that i have is obviously you've started a business similar to where jack and i have where you've kind of your passion came first yeah so jack and i've always loved creating content helping business owners with their marketing all that kind of thing and then we are almost attached to business and, and added a product to that yeah. um for you obviously from going from going from really loving drinking gin and tonic to then actually trying to monetize gin and tonic was that an easy transition or, or did you find that actually adding the business element to it took away your love somewhat or did it yeah, enhance it? Yeah, it, I still, I, it, to monetize it was either to make a gin and sell it really quickly, which I didn't want to do. Mm. Um, but I started doing tasting evenings. So I've done sort of four or five here actually at, at Hintlesham Golf Club. I've done them all around um, Suffolk, a couple in Norfolk and things like that. Um, and that's the kind of the monetizing bit, but it never feels like work. No, I'm just standing yeah. up. But then it, that's what I mean is but that sometimes, the passion side. Yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, when you have that initial passion, sometimes it kind of dilutes when you add the business side to it. And I've yeah. seen it with um, quite a few friends where they've had a passion where they wanted to actually, yeah, I'm going to make a business out of it because it just it's the natural thing, isn't it? It's like I want to make a business doing what I love, but yeah. then what? there isn't really a much of a conversation about is that sometimes when you do that, it takes away your love for yeah. that thing. I think one thing that you can kind of miss that is if you, if you go to build brand instead of build business, yeah. and it sounds like from the very start, you said, right, I'm going to build brand here. Yeah. You branded it Gin Lord, which is really cool. Really and I love cool. the whole branding behind it. Great font. Um, and, and, that, and that kind of keeps your passion in. I, I want to build, build brand because I'm passionate about it and because I love it. Yeah. Where as soon as you go to on a build business, it almost business straight away, like the monetary value of it and, and it gets too it gets quite clicky in your mind and yeah. then you then and then you can lose passion for it. So yeah. the fact that you built brand uh, before business I think has a huge impact yeah. on why you still love it. Yeah, definitely. And it became something I didn't think it would be. I didn't think I would do talks and tastings and yeah. stand up in front of a group of people. And That's exciting though, isn't it? Yeah, How it can just like that. grow like that, yeah. Um, and doing like now consult consultation for other brands and bars and their drinks menus and stuff i was like i never thought i would do that yeah no. it just came as part of that brand yeah that's awesome um obviously you built um a lot a lot of your kind of initial following on instagram instagram's a big big um platform for you 
how did you navigate through that? Did you have a strategy in mind to begin with or was it yeah. just like posting as much content yeah, as possible? Or? No, I was always, I didn't want to be, so I, I didn't, I kind of limited it to, I didn't want to be posting every day. Yeah. Um, I found if I left a day gap, you tend to get a bit more engagement. Um, my followers grew really quickly, sort of a couple of years ago, just really spiked. And then you kind of then, I became very conscious that I don't want people thinking I bought these. I think if I bought them, I probably would have had more than what I've got now. But because I, I said that's not what I wanted to do. And I, there yeah. was a couple of brands that did that and they went from like, 2,000 to 25,000 People can always tell with your engagement. You can see through it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So what I I wanted to do was engage. So if someone commented, reply, like, and actually, you know, not just go through and batch like a thousand pictures, but actually properly engage with it and show an interest. And that's where you get, I'd, I'd like to think my followers now, while they aren't growing as quick, they're much better followers yeah, if that yeah, makes sense as yeah, opposed yeah. to just they might give you a like or so i'd rather have the engagement yeah than and, and and what's nice and refreshing to hear is that you know like you said there are so many brands out there that are transfixed on growing mm. their follower account and yeah. when they're so kind of channel focused like that everything else falls down whereas if you kind of flip that switch and you focus on content delivering value on a regular basis Definitely then um, your followers will organically grow. And like you said, even if you do get to 100, but you've got 90 really like super fans that engage and they comment and they fire the flag for your business, yeah. it's much better than having 100,000 and no one doing that. Yeah, so definitely. Uh, definitely. Don't get me right wrong, there was it. a point because it was exciting. Yeah, yeah, the that you wanted you go, to kind of oh, see God, that. Okay, and we yeah. keep, you keep pushing it. Pushing I think that's human it. nature, isn't it? Yeah, to, definitely. To quite enjoy that aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But you kind of, uh, I think, the turning point was when you start to get people that you know and respect then follow you. Yeah. And you kind of go, okay, I'd rather that than a thousand. It's about who, who's liking your stuff as opposed to how many people are liking your stuff. Yeah, definitely. And that is, and I, I cannot resist telling the story because it's just like the best moment. And it was about, it reminded me of the other one, um, of a couple of your podcasts where they talk about like people that have engaged in things. Um, was, (laughs) <laughs> was ridiculous I'm not saying this on a podcast so um it was it was that it was about 18 months ago and I used to, the first thing you do look and went on Instagram and I'd had like 200 followers just that overnight I was like what the hell has gone on that is crazy so you like scroll them through and you know where someone follows you that you're already following and it's like a white or yeah, like, yeah. So it looks different doesn't it yeah. yeah and I looked at it and I was like that can't be so I was like, woke my wife up. I was like, look, 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 this, look at this. And she's like, what, what, what? She's like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, do you not realise this? Ryan Reynolds. No. Yeah, so it was, that for me, that was like, there's got to be a mistake. He's obviously, because he, he has a he has his own, his own gin, gin company yeah, yeah, yeah. and his marketing and everything he's doing around that it's is really like good, unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah. how he's, it was an existing business that he bought and how he's grown that using, okay, his profile was, is helps. Yep. massive yep. helps but actually the way in which he gets involved in it's really cool yeah so yeah he started following us so it got me a mistake got to be a mistake he's obviously come across it accidentally click follow he probably doesn't still follow me still does now so really? yeah that's so, so cool. that's pr- that that was like that was like but that's what i mean that's oh, an example of like yeah. you're putting content out on your instagram and it's not about how many people it's about his eyeballs might be looking yeah and he like your... you know every now and again he would like a picture and stuff Wicked. and you kind of go that's pretty cool and then everyone's like you've got to dm him i'm like i'm not 
there's no way I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, did. Yeah. But, um, and, it, you know, we've exchanged a couple of messages and stuff. That's, yeah. that's, like, that's cool. And I think that, that that was the moment for me. I was like, do you know what? I actually, now I don't care. My, I was like, notice, and at work, not to that extreme, but um, in the day job. But, you know, it, it was... It was well, it's nice where, to have those yeah. like small, you know, those wins that that you know in your head it reinstates what you do and it yeah. validates what you do. The amount of times that we get people follow us and I'm like, I'm the same as you. I'm like, no, I'm not going to DM them. Jack's <laughs> like, don't like, no, it's fine. We'll DM them. It's yeah. fine. You know, we we'll just introduce us. I think everyone thinks if you DM somebody, you're you're obviously selling something, yeah. but you can just DM somebody and say, look, loving Thanks what you do. Me. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Really and I thought, yeah, absolutely. And it is, and they'll and I've and it mad and it sounds ridiculous saying it. Then the other way, where you do follow someone and someone said that to you, yeah, and you're like. Oh God, that's really weird. Yeah, because I don't yeah. feel any different or anything like that. But it's and it is just having that respect of your peers and things that just speaks so much more than just yeah. your follow account. I think if stuff, you so. if you kind of um, translate it into, I always try and think of um, you know activity on social media is similar to activity in real life. So if you're in your big room full of all of your followers. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds did <laughs> Jonathan Rossen. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was in that room talking to somebody you'd approach them and you'd yeah. introduce yourself and yeah. it's the same as on instagram yeah. isn't it yeah it is it is so yeah that's my kind of that was my social media win Definitely. and there's, there's a few others and things and um that kind of other a few other marvel characters just yeah, popping up. yeah yeah just a few blue ticks <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> <something else> <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you're talking about no. birds yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know they're on instagram now <laughs> avatar characters yeah, not yeah. just deadpool um, <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, well done, Jake. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so obviously, um, you you've grown your Instagram profile. You've been able to um, kind of fly the flag for Jim. What are what would you say is like your core service now? Is it just or is your kind of almost like your focus as well? Is it growing your following still and putting out yeah. content, or is it more focused on actually some of those monetary aspects that we? we yeah, mentioned? not so much the monetary stuff. I think you know I, I still have a day job yeah. as well, which I really enjoy, and that's kind of comes first always because it pays the bills yeah. properly. But um, so this has always been a sideline. You know, I make the gin in my shed in my garden. That's so it's weird. not like I've got like a massive distillery set up or anything like that. It's literally in my shed. Yeah. Um, but into, it's I just want to build the brand, continue meeting people that are in the industry. Gin, the market's really shifted in the last year towards like flavoured gin and pink yeah. gin. Yeah, and, and even non-alcoholic gin and yeah, 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 stuff yeah. like that. And it's... If you'd have, if I'd have been sit, sat here twelve months ago, I'd be like, oh, I hate all that stuff. I don't want it. You can't, I can't ignore it because no. it is a part of that industry now. So I kind of have to embrace that on some level, but I also have to think the way that it's going. Do I want to be doing gin forever? Probably not, because you naturally, with any business, when you have a specialised area, you kind of naturally fall into other things. So like beer and wine and rum mm. and whiskey, and actually. It's not just about gin for me now. It's about the whole of the drinks industry, not even just alcohol. Now, I did, like, nearly fully did dry January for the first time ever this year was for two reasons. Nearly One, fully did. Yeah, nearly fully did. And quite I like last. that. A lovely <laughs> I did my best. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to do was see what, because the no and low category is a really upcoming category. Yeah, yeah. And, like, one in five pub visits is a non-alcoholic one. Yeah. So I wanted to see... Are these non-alcoholic gins, which isn't doesn't make any sense because gin is alcoholic? Um, are they any good? 
Seed lip and stuff. And it's like what the two things I wanted to. Well done. The first thing I wanted to do was after they dry January as well. By the way, (laughs) that's why I'm quite (laughs) knowledgeable about these stuff now. (laughs) Exactly. Are they any good? Yeah. And actually, some of them are as much as if not more expensive than gin. Mm. And I'm like, makes no sense. Makes no sense Mm, really. So that was the main reason I wanted to do that. Also. we're expecting a baby this year. My wife is pregnant and she can't drink. So I wanted to kind of do it to support her as yeah, well. So, yeah. um, but so what, and what I found with doing that, it wasn't just about gin. I was having non-alcoholic wines and beers and things. It really opened the door up to me actually thinking, I don't just have an interest in gin. I just have an interest in drink, not even just alcohol, just drink. Just drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's for me, that's where the brand will go. That's really I'll keep cool. gin as the kind of core because that was where what started yeah. it all. But it's like opened a door to like, oh my goodness. But it's an example huge. of actually when you start a business, um, it is kind of advisable to go small to begin with. Yeah. Start on like a, a small viable idea, a niche idea, and then you can expand. Like you know, with Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, it was only for universities at yeah. the beginning, and then he expanded out into other markets. And so what you get from that is that you get that kind of like the big attraction and the big following at the beginning because it's yeah. like a small idea with a close-knit community like you mentioned and then you're able to then venture off into other areas and you've already validated your business from yeah. that first idea so yeah and the skills that you pick up transfer over to absolutely all yeah. transferable so that's really exciting and that's something that just will never go away we'll always drink right so yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yes, yeah. yes we will <laughs> so uh, so yeah that's Good. Awesome. Oh, that's that's a great story. I, I love the Ryan Reynolds story. <laughs> you know, we we had the story with Emily, didn't we? Yeah, on the podcast. That's what reminds me yeah. of the Meghan yeah. Markle and thing. You know, that, that, that's a lot better what's, than mine. No, but too much. Like, what's wicked is that like we we have business owners on here. We chat to you guys about what you're doing and everything, and those stories pop up, and those are such a, like amazing stories yeah. that you wouldn't like say in a presentation or a pitch or anything or like a that. Post it's, like like it's too I, modest to say in a post. I, I, yeah. No, I, I well, I tell everyone I meet. Have you not? Like, it's super, like, have you not yeah. superimposed your face on Deadpool's body yet? No, and, like, not yet. About Come it. on, yeah, mate, content. Know, yeah. yeah I, well, I did. Put, uh, yeah, I've I've used it subtly just to kind of go. Is he still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's still. He's still in there. Yeah, he still follows what you do. Let's talk about the side hustle thing because the gin lord you just said is your side hustle. What yeah. do you do? What's your full time job? Yeah, so I'm a, um, a bank manager. Okay, which cool. Which is a um, huge. Yeah, um, so I've lost, it's more sort of a people manager, I guess, and like a kind of a people coach, like line managing people. Again, was nothing something I never thought I would do. Um, but actually, that is probably one of the most rewarding. It's one of the hardest things to do because you line man. I line manage a team of you know eight ten people but you kind of well i've got a manager that manager only manages a spec so it kind of gets less and less where i've got the people on the ground floor and you have all their problems and you have all their um development needs and things so it's really quite tough yeah but yeah it's so rewarding yeah if you want it to be yeah so and I guess, again, some of the skills that I've picked up in the day job are transferable to this and vice versa. And it all does link. It definitely all links. Well, I mean, a lot of the business owners we've had on here have gone, what, what, what are the main challenges? Managing people is one of the yeah. main challenges, you know. And, and I think if you can take that into then another job that you do at home, that's only going to make you more valuable. Yeah. And even if that's an employer or an employee. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. What What kind of, let's talk about your day because... Are you expecting your first baby? Yes. Right. So cool. Good for you. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> um, so that that's in June time. Yeah. How do you see 
how are your days now and how do you see it kind of going? Because I'm guessing you what, not bank wise, nine to five, something like yeah, that, day yeah. job. And then you go home and work on Gin Lord all the yeah, time? Yeah, not every night because I can't drink every night because that would be bad. Um, <laughs> Terrible. But, so, but sometimes, <laughs> again, that's a difficult part of it is that you find, oh, this is what I found, another reason I wanted to do dry January is because in December, so every December for the last few years, I've done this, it's really cool, it's called Gin Vent. So yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a um, gin advent calendar. Yeah, There's loads yeah. of them available. Yeah. This is like the best one um, from the um, team um, at Gin Foundry who have, again, become really good friends. These are people I really looked up to and uh, they're pretty good friends. Um, and we do that every, so it's every day. Um, and I was just seemed to be getting so much. There were so many new releases and Christmas releases and things. And I was like, oh, I just am drinking so too much, just all the time. Yeah, and it, you kind of, but you don't. It's in my head, it's work. Yeah, because people rely on you to drink to then put out the content about that. Drink. Yeah, so I was so like, you, you have to drink. I know, but <laughs> like, oh my goodness, and that's why I've always said before, I was like, I can't do dry January because then I can't do yeah, my, yeah. I can't do my job, I do yeah. my job. But that's ridiculous because you know while I still posted things you just have to plan ahead like yeah. with like with the with the impending baby i'm already thinking like content wise I, i'll still keep it going but i won't be doing stuff as kind of quick yeah. and i can prepare for it yeah but i need to get the balance right because my focus needs to be on my family as opposed to this sure. but it, it kind of still needs to sit there in the background yeah. and tick over yeah yeah okay. yeah no good good for and and I, I like hearing stories like that because people always go i can't have a side hustle I work nine to five it's like you can you, yeah you've proved you how you can yeah. grow a brand and a business while still working a full-time job and and, and supporting your family so that's yeah and really it doesn't cool. I never let the two impact each other so no. I never let the day job impact this and I never let this impact the day job in my eyes my day job's my job and that pays my mortgage mm. um this uh, the side hustle is 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 a business yeah but it's my, my real real passion and it, mm. as I said before, it never really feels like work. Sometimes it does with the with the distillery stuff. There's a huge amount of paperwork and, yeah, and yeah. stuff with HMRC and tax and things, and that drives sure. me up the wall because that I hate that sort of stuff at <laughs> yeah. the best of times. And any, as I'm sure many business owners will, will relate to that. Anything, you know, the systems and things you'd have to use are just so <laughs> difficult. Yeah. And they just make it life so difficult for you. But it's, everything outweighs that. What would you say um, to somebody who's listening to this now? Because I imagine there will be quite a few people who are who work in a job but do really want to kind of um, scratch the itch with a passion of theirs yeah. um, and to kind of make it into a brand. But A, what do you think their objections are going to be at the beginning? What kind of things did you find actually were, this might be a bit challenging for me? And B, how did you overcome those? Yeah, time is always the biggest challenge, I think. Um, and probably... As, as you, especially with social media, there's a lot of rubbish mm. that you have to wade through. It wasn't so much when I started, but now um, there's a lot of rubbish. Um, yeah, and, more, and more ads, more saturation. Ads yeah, and, sure. and, and things like that. And it's, it's, it's difficult to, you know, I remember the shift on Instagram where it used to be time. So it was most recent and then you go through, whereas now it's all over the place. So, but when it was, and I remember that change and thinking, I can't do this. This is just throwing it all out. Yeah. I understand of it all. I thought I had a good, and now I just have to accept that that beast, that algorithm and things yeah, yeah. is, I, I don't understand it. So I just kind of do what I can. And I think that could be, 
if a, if there's a you know someone thinking I want to do this via, you know and use social media platforms and things I think some things you just have to accept that you won't be able yeah, to fully I understand think, that um, yeah we went to a talk the other day and there there were a few questions asked oh you know what about what will what will the algorithm favor if I do this what, should I be doing that because of the algorithm I think our biggest advice and what we tell people all the time is just like do you yeah. do what you want to do put out content that you want to put, put out give focus on actually giving value yeah um and then the algorithm will sort itself out yeah. and you and you, you know insights are important and it's, it's important to kind of look at where your engagement and your reach is in order to curate better content but um i i can't stand it when people just won't post anything because they think oh that's not going to work yeah and yeah, actually you've got to do it you've got to keep doing it. i think authenticity we always say don't we with all our content and especially as I mean, it's, it's, it's a brand it's a personal brand like yeah. the authenticity of content you getting in front of the camera and talking about something you love so much um that's going to over index on social media anyway yeah um so yeah just keep on doing that stuff yeah i think so but yeah i think there's a there's a lot of barriers that you'll face but if it ultimately if it's something that you're very if you're passionate about and you want to do it mm. you will find time mm. and you will find a way you yeah. will you just will yeah like yeah. even if it means that one day a week you sit and do your content or something or you do that then that's fine you've one day a week is better than not doing it at yeah all. yeah people use that as a, a as an excuse not to post yeah. and that's the complete wrong thing to do yeah because you're never going to grow a business or brand doing that so no well done that's yeah. cool really cool um where can people find you rory where can people find you online online the Instagram's the main one, so at the Gin Lord, Twitter at the Gin Lord UK, because someone already had that. That's annoying. <laughs> um, I am on <laughs> Facebook because I don't use it personally. I find Facebook a really difficult one to use, but I'm on there. Um, and then Fairs Distillery or theginlord.com or fairsdistillery.co.uk. Amazing, really cool, wicked. And um, last question is: What is your favourite thing about running a business? Um, you know, in attachment to what you already do as well. I think it's, it is the fact that it's something I love mm. and it's not like I've just started up making chairs because I think that I could make money from that. It's, this is genuinely something that it, A, interests me. I learn every day. I learn something every day, which is, excites me as well. Um, and you get to meet brilliant people and mm. you get to drink along the way. So that's brilliant. That, Honestly, can, I, that can only be a positive. <laughs> I think it is like for our listeners as well. Um, I think, Rory is a big inspiration in the sense of like if you do have a passion and you do enjoy something in your life and you want to be able to like I said have a bit of an outlet for it you can and you know with these platforms Instagram Facebook they allow us to do that and they allow us to build a brand um, you know even if you can't think of any kind of monetary value just the, the 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 pleasure it gives you in just sharing content and sharing your ideas and, and educating people around gin I imagine is enough um, absolutely so um, I, I also think just on that Jake look that people are so worried to jump into their passion and follow what they want to do because they don't want to make the huge step of leaving a job yeah. and then going on to that and saying, well, well, I haven't got enough cash flow. Yeah. What am I going to do with my family? Well, actually, you don't need to leave your job. Mm. You just need to make the most out of 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. You know, and the most out of 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. If you truly want it and you're truly passionate about it, you're going to make that leap. Yeah, definitely. And actually, that has no risk at all. Yeah, definitely. No. And you don't need a load of money no. to start something like that you no. just need your phone, phone. Like you got your guys what you say with you know some of the content and stuff that you guys put out is yeah you just need your phone phone and wi-fi that. come on guys phone it's, and that, wi-fi. All, that honestly is yeah. all you need and you know that's how i started out and everything from there has purely been funded by the stuff that i have been able to monetize in terms of my time and the 
tastings and things like that um it, it does take a bit longer it does but if you're patient it mm. does it will all work out brilliant. that's brilliant Rory, thank you ever so much thank for coming you, on guys. the podcast. So Honestly, much. guys, if you're interested in gin or just drinks in general, like we've mentioned, please, please head over to the Gin Lord and see everything that he's doing because it is really, really cool. And we're going to enjoy this tonight. We'll make sure we put some pictures out as well of this because this is... Cool. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> that, by the way, again, I always have to kind of reinstate for the listeners, I'm holding up the gin. I'm <laughs> like, see if you're imagining something else. But no, thanks ever so much, guys. Thanks, um, guys. Please remember Cheers. to like, comment, subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and um, get the word out. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.